space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Yes, to boldly go where no one has gone before. And then we get the jazzier music after the original series music. Now, oh, first, welcome. Welcome to Sci-Fi Guy. This is Will. Welcome. And um, I'm going to ask you, was that a Star Trek opener? Was that the classic Star Trek opener from 1966? Because it certainly sounded like it. But no, that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that is the new Star Trek, uh, Strange New Worlds, which is premiering in two days. Uh, three days, sorry. May 5th. May 5th. It's coming to Paramount Plus. I was going to say CBS All Access because actually CBS All Access had ordered the show. It was going to be a CBS All Access show. And of course, they changed. CBS All Access to Paramount Plus, and it's coming, a new Star Trek show, Strange New Worlds. But what I say right off the bat, I got to get this out of the way, um, is it Star Trek or is it a Star Trek fan film? It's just incredible how uh, alike this is to a lot of the, the fan films we've seen uh, over the years. And I say that affectionately because I love the fan films. And I say it affectionately, hopefully, with Strange New Worlds because... It is so much like Star Trek. And why am I so sort of excited or so so shocked in ways? Because Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Picard, most of the Abrams movies. Though I did I did enjoy the first one. I did enjoy uh, the uh, what Star Trek 2009. God, that, that's 13 years old, that film now. Amazing. But um, all this other Star Trek getting, um, many people are saying it's not really Star Trek. Or certainly it's so much different from what we're uh, accustomed to. And certainly this, Strange New Worlds, the poster says, The Frontier Awaits, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, new series streaming May 5th. And this seems like Star Trek. I mean, it, it's it's the exact the exact open of the exact narrations, uh, you know, seek out new life, new civilizations. It's um, similar to, well, similar to sort of next-gen and Voyager openers in terms of like, you know, exploring, uh, you know, the, the galaxy more, of course, if back in the day, uh, you know, Roddenberry had access to, uh, to paint boxes, to digital, uh, magic boxes, I'm sure he would have done something similar, but, um, I, to be quite honest too, I don't know how they can put their names on it. Um, let's see the, the, the creators are Akiva Goldsman, Alex Kurtzman and Jenny Lumet. And this is Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry, uh, you know, this is Star Trek, so I don't know how you can do it. I, I'm not even kidding. It's it's so Star Trek. I mean, obviously, the stories themselves, we'll see. But this is Star Trek, created by Gene Roddenberry. It's just based on Gene Roddenberry. This is Star Trek. <laughs> or, it, or it certainly it sounds very close. So what's the skinny? What's the um, the uh, the 411? There's not much. I mean, we'll see in three days. Um, this is from the wiki. Strange New Worlds is set to premiere on Paramount Plus, May 5th, 2022. It's... Uh, first 10 episode season will run through july 7th a second season 
was already announced and began filming a month later. So, um, but what we have so far is just, we have some episode titles and characters. And the characters are Christopher Christopher Pike, played by Anson Mount, uh, captain of the Enterprise, um, to help develop the character beyond his small role in the original series. The writers took Mount's own leadership style as inspiration. The co-showrunner Akiva Goldman said Mount likes to find consensus with a group, and this led to a table being added to Pike's quarters in the series where he can get the crew together and cook for them. That sounds like Riker, actually. I think they stole that from Riker. Not many episodes. There's one for sure. But um, but Riker did that. He uh, he cooked some omelets for the crew, if I remember. Nobody really liked him but Worf, if I recall. And I think the eggs were called Ewan. Ewan. Is that any, any relation to Obi-Wan? Ewan. But, um, all right, so that's that's Anson Mount as Christopher Pike. He looks pretty damn cool. Rebecca Romaine as Una Chin Riley. Uh, Una Chin Riley, or, of course, number one, first officer of the Enterprise and second in command to Pike. And that goes back to, of course, Majel Barrett in the the pilot, the first pilot to track is, of course, the cage. And that's number one. Then we have Ethan Peck as Spock, science officer aboard the Enterprise, the half Vulcan, half human which we've already seen in Discovery, or Disco, finally known as Disco. We have Babs Olusan Moken as Mbenga, Dr. Mbenga, a doctor aboard the Enterprise, So, which is really cool because, of course, several episodes, uh, Dr. Mbenga worked alongside uh, Bones, so that's really neat. We have actress Christina Chong as Leon Noonien Singh, a relative of Ricardo Montalban's Star Trek villain Khan Noonien Singh. That's, that's pretty interesting. Celia Rose Gooding as Noyota Uhura, a cadet on the Enterprise. So she's just a cadet at this point, Uhura. But of course, she'll become the communications officer. Very neat. And we have Jess Bush. Jess Bush as Christine Chapel, a nurse on the Enterprise. And of course, we know what happens with her and Spock eventually. I'll see if they'll follow the same vibe and pattern. And finally, we have Melissa Navia. As Erica Ortegas, the helms of the Enterprise, her surname is a reference to the original Star Trek pitch, which included a navigator named Jose Ortegas. That's very cool. Um, Very neat. So that's from the original Star Trek pitch, which included a navigator named Jose Ortegas. Very neat. So that's the characters. Those are the players so far. A little bit more 411. Not much. We've got... um, Oh, this is it is a recurring character, Bruce Hor- Horak as Hemmer, an Anar officer aboard the Enterprise. Anar are albino subspecies of Andorians. They're depicted as blind usually, and he is blind in one eye with limited sight in the other. And of course, you guys probably know by now um, that Kirk has been um, cast Paul Wesley, and he'll come in the second season. So again, there's not much uh, 411, not much info. We have the uh, episode titles, and they are Strange New Worlds, the pilot, the first one. Second, Children of the Comet. Ghosts of Illyria. Illyria, Ghosts of Illyria. And that's third. Memento Mori. And finally, Spock Amok. Like Amok uh, Amok Time, Amok Time, Amok Time, Spock Amok. And that will be um, in June. So we've got the first five um, in terms of titles. And we've got another five going to July 7th. Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes, good old Riker. Um, He will direct for the second season. 
And uh, that's about it. I mean, you know, they're not giving... They, they released a trailer, the opening credits, the opener. And, you know, full speed ahead. I mean, it looks great. They're doing a lot of cutting edge, of course, uh, special effects with... Um, I guess they call them virtual virtual sets um, in terms of like, pr- you know, practical or post-production. Um, it's called, and they use it in The Mandalorian, it's called um, a video wall, virtual production in the series, uh, based on the stagecraft technology. The new virtual sh- set was built in Toronto by visual effects company Pixmodo. Pixelmodo features a 270-degree, 70-feet horseshoe-shaped LED volume with additional LED panels in the ceiling to aid with lighting. The tech uses the game engine software Unreal Engine to display computer-generated backgrounds on the LED screens in real time during filming, which visual effects supervisor Jason Zimmerman noted was especially useful for creating the planets that are visited in the series. It took at least four months to create each background that is displayed on the video wall including the Enterprise's engineering set, which Myers said was unlike any engineering set created for Star Trek thanks to the new technology. So, you know, just like in Discovery and Picard, we're going to get ready for some jazzy new graphics. So it's cool. I mean, it sounds cool. I'm certainly, um, you know, excited. Oh, and finally, about the uh, music a composer from Picard and Discovery, Jeff Russo, he, um, I guess he took the main theme um, of Alexander Courage's original Star Trek theme and sort of jazzes it up, which I think really works well. So, very cool. Very, very cool. I'm excited. I hope you are. And that's all we have for now. We're just going to watch. We're going to watch in three days and see what's what. I'm excited. I really am. Again, you know, I look at this as Star Trek. I don't know how these people put their names on it. I mean, I, again, I say it very affectionately because this is Star Trek. So I don't know who's creating this, meaning Gene Roddenberry created this a long time ago. And we're going to, it looks like we're going to uh, experience it again. I want to thank you guys for watching, or rather listening, but I really should do video. They, they're they're pushing this at Substack. The video beta is in uh, is in beta. And so I can uh, I can start video, uh, video, video podcasting for you guys. I could do a video podcast, so maybe I'll do that. Thanks for listening for now, and keep the subscriptions coming, uh, the paid people. A little $4.99 for some exclusives or just some of the freebies. Either or we appreciate. Keep the uh, messages and feedback coming. Live long and prosper. Enjoy Strange New Worlds. We'll see you soon.